Welcome to For the Win podcast in association with the Women's Wealth and Impact Network, Women's Win. I'm your host and founder of the network, Karen S. Schaefer. As women in our 40s and beyond, we put so much of our lives toward others' growth, our partners, husbands, kids, and even our employees. But now it's our turn. We all have something in our hearts that we've always wanted to do, wealth that we've wanted to create, and lives that we've wanted to impact. That's what Women's Wealth and Impact Network is all about, working together, lifting one another up across the globe, creating wealth, delivering impact, and ultimately changing the world. Are you ready? It's our turn, and it's time to win. Hi, everyone. It's Karen Schaefer. Welcome to the For the Win podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how getting, <laughs> you guys will love this, how getting a cease and desist letter was the best thing that could have happened for my business. So, you know, it's all about how to make lemonade out of lemons today. So I had waited years and years to do what I wanted to do. And I know this is a common story for a lot of us women in particular, years of doing things maybe we don't want to do, years of doing things we do want to do. Um, but always with sort of a dream or a desire in our hearts. And for me, it was something that was like pounding to get out, right? But silenced year after year because we're powerful, right? Women are powerful. We can kind of drive things forward or push things back because we have power in both directions. But with each decade, 30, 40, and now into my 50s, I would think, okay, I can't get any older before I do this because what if I decide I don't have enough energy or life happens and something gets in the way of me really fulfilling my dream or my destiny or my desire or whatever it is for you. And so I think that, um, you know, like I said before, as being women, um, we all sort of feel this, right? I mean, don't leave me out here hanging. <laughs> All of you have felt this in the past too, right? That you've pushed things back um, for what we'd refer to as the greater good, right? For our family or for our um, financial health or something of that nature. But now, like I said, as I stand here and talk to you in my 50s, um, and maybe you're at that point too, your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever it is, it doesn't matter what age, what matters is that you still have something in your heart that you know you must do. And let me tell you something. Do you feel it? It's our turn. It's time in this universe for all of us to stand together and help one another and really lift each other up and do what we are put here to do. It's my turn. It's your turn. It's our turn. It can be something you've thought about for 24 years, like I did, and I'll tell you all about that story sometime, or maybe it's something more recent, um, something born from experience or life or, um, you know, education, or like I said, just that buried desire that you've had for years and years and years. It's all good. It's our turn. And I want you to start to embrace it. 
when I was, um, I think it was 23 or 24 years old, I went to a home show convention. You guys know what those are, right? Where they have like the, the people in the hot tubs and the new fencing and all kinds of garden supplies and things like that. And this was in St. Louis because that's where I grew up. And I was with my mom and my two sisters. And I should tell you all that at um, I always wanted to be an actor. That's what was, you know, in my heart as a young woman, I wanted to be an actor. And it was really my goal back then. Um, but because I was raised, you know, in a more conservative environment, like many people, um, you know, my mom and dad would be like, well, let's just have a backup plan. <laughs> so um, I think backup plans are fine in some instance. I also think that um, it's not a bad idea to just encourage and nurture a dream, but that might be a whole other podcast, maybe after a few glasses of wine or something of that nature. But anyway, um, I'm just joking. But while we were there, um, they had a local celebrity at the home show, and that was a local newscaster. Now, since my mom kept saying, hey, it'd be a good idea for you to have a backup plan, right? Um, for me to be a newscaster, maybe, instead of being an actor. And um, I really didn't have any interest in being a newscaster, truthfully. But I went and talked to her anyway, because that's kind of what we do, you know, when we get that little push. And so... Um, she didn't make any kind of impact on me in the ways in which you'd think. And what I mean by that is, I don't know who she was. I don't know what her name was, what TV station she was on. It, she wasn't a big name person. She was just the local person. And so I remember I was talking to her and I said something like, you know, maybe I might like to be a newscaster. And immediately she said to me, well, how old are you? And at the time, like I said, I was 23 or 24. And so I told her that. And she immediately said to me, as soon as I said, I'm 24 years old, she said, you're too old to get into this business. Now, I want to stop for just a second because depending on how old you are when you're listening to this podcast, but I'm assuming you guys are, you know, like I said before, you're in my age group, right? You're 40, 50, 60, 70, somewhere around that time frame. But at 24, we all think that's pretty doggone young, right? And yet this woman who I don't, I can't even tell you what she looked like or how old she was. She was probably, you know, 30. I don't know. But she said to me immediately, you're too old to get into this business. I was stunned, but that's the impact it made. I don't remember who she was, what she channel she was on, you know, was she a weather person or a news? I don't know. I can't tell you anything. What I can tell you is here in my 50s, 25 years later, she was telling me I'm too old to get started in a business at 24 years old. And that was my story for 25 more years was that I'm too old. It took me 25 years before I realized that I'm the only person that can tell myself whether or not I'm too old for something that I want to do. And I'll never, ever allow that in my life again. I'll never allow anyone to hold me back because of age. I can do anything I want to do. And so can you, because as I said before, it's our turn. The universe has shifted in our favor and ladies, I'm telling you, it's time. So while my priorities might have changed um, because, you know, now, as I said, I'm in my 50s, I don't really want to go outside and jump on a trampoline anymore. <laughs> like I might hurt my knee or something like that. Right. But and, and I don't have the need to look like I'm 30. Um, things have changed for me. I'm more solid in who I am. I'm confident. Uh, I make my own choices. I rule my own day. And I know for sure I've stepped into my greatness 
And I know for certain it's our time. So today I think shame on anybody who tells us otherwise, right? Nobody has the right to rob us of building our greatness, um, creating enormous wealth, helping to really instill incredible impact on this world. And like I said, it's time. It's our time together to come together as women in our own network, building that wealth, creating our dreams, and really leaving solid impact on one another, on the next generation, on our girls, and on this world. I always keep my eye on a few older ladies and I've always done this, I don't know why, but I've been attracted to women, you know, who have aged and, and I'm talking about probably in their 80s. And um, I love their stories, I love their history, I love their solidness as they stand on the ground. Um, and one of the ladies that I really have been friends with now for probably at least 10 years, we met through real estate when Pete and I were buying a house and she wasn't the agent or anything. You guys are going to love this, but she was a friend of the seller and they knew she was an agent. So they asked her if she would come over and just meet us as we looked at the house, we were buying it as investors. And she brought, came over, she showed up with a little folding chair and a book and she unfolded the chair in the kitchen and opened up her book. And she started to read um, her book as we toured the house. And I, I thought that was kind of cool and kind of sweet and I loved it. But as we talked, I found out, man, this lady knows real estate. She knows what she's doing and um, ended up having great conversations and what's turning out to be a lifelong friendship. But I, I, you know, now 10 years later, like I said, she's a little bit older too. So I sort of keep an eye on her. And every once in a while, we go out to lunch or have a glass of wine or a cup of coffee or something like that every few weeks or once a month. Um, but she still gets up every day and she exercises. She has a regime. She puts her makeup on. She runs her errands. She keeps up with a few clients. She makes her phone calls, sends her emails. Um, she, Like I said, she watches her weight. She doesn't mix her carbs with her proteins. Like She has some things that are important to her in her life. She dresses nicely and she always tries to sport her favorite color screen, which is her favorite color scheme, which is teal and purple. Um, like I said, we get together every month or so for lunch, dinner, glass of wine, whatever it is. Um, she always calls me, she calls me uh, her IT person, which, you know, anybody that knows me is going to be, I can see like hunters in the corner over here helping me with the videos and podcasts, probably chuckling over that. Um, but because whenever she has trouble with her phone or her computer, she calls me. Now, generally, her issues are ones I can solve. So, you know, they're at, um, you know, they're pretty minimal, but it's just how she likes to be able to to work with me. And um, and and it's nice. It's a good part of our friendship where I can go help her. She feels like that's amazing. And I feel like, wow, I'm a lot smarter than I thought I was because I could solve that computer issue. Um, she still drives everywhere, including to Denver, right? And to visit her family, she flies to still visit her family all on her own. And I really admire her greatly, to be honest with you. And while I occasionally notice a few times where she might miss a beat in a story, she still comes full circle and that's what counts, right? But what I really respect is that she always says that she never tells anyone her age. Now, in truth, I don't know her age either. She has never ever told me or disclosed to me her age and we're very good friends, but it's not because of vanity or anything like that. Um, she doesn't think people assume she's, you know, 40 or 50, uh, none of those reasons, but she knows and believes that people treat you 
um, once they know your age, they treat you in a way that they have a preconceived notion of how you should act or be treated. And she has just decided that she doesn't want to be treated as though she no longer has valuable contribution. And I agree with her. I think that's so interesting. Now you can look at this in one of two ways, right? And I respect her choice. One way is the way that my friend thinks about it, right? That's 100% valid. She just says, you know what? I'm here, I'm vital, I have contribution, I wanna be treated that way. Or she says, you know, you can say, hey, look, I'm loud and proud, I'm 40, I'm 50, I'm 60, I'm 70, whatever works for you and it's my turn. And nobody else can tell me how I can be treated. Nobody else can tell me what I'm able to do or what I'm capable of or the amount of impact that I'm able to leave on this world. So either way that it works for you is fine by me. You decide, but I will tell you today, you have something to contribute. You have an impact to make on this earth. That's how I feel. And I think it's how you feel too. Let me know what you think about this. Because don't you think that we're all here to just leave this earth a little bit better than we found it? I mean, I know that might sound a little cliche, but out of all the cliches in this world, I kind of think that one's true. So I mentioned in the title of this podcast that I got a cease and desist letter, and it was about using the term fly it forward. Now, you guys have all heard me use that term before as it was the name of this podcast, right? And now it's called For the Win, meaning the Women's Wealth and Impact Network, right? Which I love. But Fly It Forward was the name of this podcast and the name of the organization to help women like you, like us, to build great wealth, invest it, and then use something that we have found within building that wealth, within creating our dreams, to then fly it forward to the next woman, to the next generation, to the world. So it's our way of paying it forward, right? So something that we've used, you know, whether it's um, money we've gained by building a great business, selling a big book, um, creating a, some kind of practice that helps other people, uh, whether it's knowledge that we've gained by doing this, maybe now we have more time because we built a dream team that can implement everything we've created, or we have some kind of resources. So one of those four cornerstones that we have now gained from building this dream or this business or writing this book, whatever that is, um, that was all about flying it forward, right? To the next generation, the next girl, to the world. And, um, and what happened was this, um, and I have to check my notes here, you guys, because I want to make sure I'm giving you the right information, um, was I created this fly it forward term because y'all know it took me 24 years. See Phoebe right behind me to write Phoebe, Phoebe Phoebe, um, this, this book series for girls that's all about young girls create, uh, finding their own superpower, which I love. I love the idea of women, girls, we all find our own superpowers, right? And then we use those superpowers to then fly it forward to the next girl to help her discover her superpowers. And then she flies it forward to the next girl and so on and so on and so on. It's the same thing with WIN, right? The Women's Wealth and Impact Network. We're a network because we gain something, one of those four cornerstones, the time, the money, the knowledge, the resources. And then we use those to fly it forward to the next girl, right? To the next woman, to the next uh, generation. But basically what happened was when we um, started to talk about Flight Forward in terms of this women's group, 
we received a cease and desist letter. Now, had they bothered to take a look at what they were doing, which they didn't, they would have realized that it could have propelled both companies forward because they were both about empowering young girls. Isn't that funny? Isn't that interesting? Um, it's in different fields and different ways, but with one goal in mind, which was to fly it forward for girls in this world. And I just keep thinking, wow, what a cool opportunity missed. Now, it may come back full circle because guess what? It, you, you just never know how things come back, right? How they come around. But I had to sort of take a deep breath when I got this letter and I had to practice this thing that I always refer to as Reber. <laughs> I know it sounds like a frog or something, right? It's RBR, receive, breathe, respond. And that's sort of what I have to do because otherwise I'll just get angry or mad or, you know, shut down or whatever, whatever we do, whatever you do. Um, so I practice this little thing that I call Reber, RBR, receive, breathe, respond. And you're welcome to practice it as well. So once I took it all in, it kind of made me think through this and go, you know what, what do I really want to do? What do I really want to say? What's my message to women? And it sort of helped me in a way because it helped me to double down on what my true focus was, what my calling is, what my impact is in this world. And it's really to serve women at the highest level, helping you to build your dream business, create enormous wealth, and then deliver your impact. And so I had to step back and kind of think about this. Um, it was all about you know helping you build a sound future, right? Uh, sound retirement and and then pay it forward, fly it forward for generations to come in so many ways. And that's what my passion is. It's what I wanted to do. It's how I wanted to fly it forward. And I know how to do that because I've done it more than once. Um, but I didn't really focus on my wealth creation until I was in my 40s. And I don't know if it's the same for you or not, but it kind of hit me then, you know, as you see other things happen in life, people pass away, people get sick. Um, People, people create great wealth. I mean, they do all kinds of things, pros and cons. But that's when I sort of found the need to create financial freedom. And I saw the need to create financial freedom. I mean, what if something did happen to me or to my husband or to my family? Can we really rely upon the government or, and this isn't meant to be a you know, big political statement, but uh, can we rely upon somebody else to provide for us? Um, and I'm not saying like, you know, you, your husband, your family, whatever that is, that's fine. But I'm just saying, wouldn't it be cool to also go, wow, I know how to create wealth. I know how to create an impact. And here, as I stand here in the second half of my life, that's what I want to do. And so I don't need to have a big, huge lifestyle. I like to travel. I like to make sure that I'm being generous and kind. Um, but I also like to have independent wealth. I like to have um, enormous wealth because I think it allows me the freedom to create greater impact. And the more that I've talked to women, the more that they feel the same way. They want to know that they're financially secure for themselves and their family. And when I started to think about this, I've built eight, six to eight figure businesses. And now my impact is to show you how to do the same. So lastly, my focus in this, all this thing, all this stuff, like I said, was really about contribution. So not just about, you know, 
creating wealth, because I do think that's important and I hope you do too, but then contribution. So circling back now to that cease and desist letter, right? Um, that's the sender when they had that opportunity to really, you know, read something and say, oh, wow, you know, yeah, this might conflict with our trademark, which it wouldn't because it was in a totally separate category. But um, it, it's, it's interesting because I, I just think that they had a chance to create some amazing contribution in this world and they didn't take it. And I get that that was an attorney, they were doing their job, but just a two second, you know, RBR, receive, breathe, respond, maybe take it to the people that started that other company and say, hey, take a look at this, what a cool opportunity, right? So I don't know, just a thought for all of you today um, on just being having the opportunity sort of lay itself before you where you too could make a contribution. So think in terms of, you know, what did I create? Now, how can I use that to create a contribution? How can I use that to share? Um, this is all why I've created the Women's Wealth and Income Network. As I said, you'll notice it's a network. It's not a group. It's not an organization. It's not even a meetup. It's a network because we're all supposed to come together and help one another. The definition of network is to interact with others, to exchange information and develop professional or social contacts. So what if now I can show you how to create extraordinary wealth, to lead a better life, to feel secure as you age, and also show you how to use that wealth, that time, knowledge, um, money, connections, whatever you gained from building out that business, the practice, writing the book, whatever that was, show you how to now use that to make a difference. What do you think about that? Wouldn't it be cool to impact your own daughter's life? So instead of standing here in her 50s, you see her do that in her 20s? What an impact that would make for you and for her and for every other woman or person you touch in this world. So the cease and desist didn't turn out to be such a bad thing for me because it took us from Fly It Forward, which is still the mission for Phoebe, to the Women's Wealth and Impact Network. And I think that kind of says it all, don't you think? So thank you, cease and desist. You help me put clarity in my own message. You help me create lemonade out of lemons. And mostly, you help me to now contribute to all of you, which I'm super excited about. So are you ready? I'm all in to win. If you are too, fly this podcast forward to every single woman you know, and let's all work together to build this network and win. You ready, ladies? Come on, let's win. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of For the Win. I loved having you here today and I'm excited to help you win. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and please share it with all the women you know so together we can impact our own lives as well as those of women throughout the world. It's our turn and it's time to win.